so 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 palliative technologies has been labeled uh, within Gartner's magic quadrant uh, as a visionary. Um, and I wanted to go over some of the commentary um, in terms of customer feedback, why Palantir is labeled as a visionary in comparison to a leader. Um, there are some interesting insights. This is the graph here. You can see Palantir in the you know, right-hand corner, right-hand quadrant as a visionary. Leaders, according to Gartner, include IBM, Oracle, uh, SAP, Microsoft are up there too. Uh, so a pretty interesting quadrant to look into. Uh, interestingly, we do get some insight into Palantir as a product, what the feedback has been. Uh, and we're going to check IBM and Microsoft uh, just as some comparable examples. Uh, is Palantir really as innovative of, as, as we believe? I think this is a fair question to ask. Palantir, they state, is a new entrant to the magic quadrant and is positioned as a visionary. You have the headquarters in Denver, Colorado, and the Palantir Foundry Data Integration Suite as its data integration platform. The customer base includes 237 organizations, mainly in North America and Europe, and clients are commonly in the following sectors, government, healthcare, pharmaceuticals, law enforcement, aerospace, oil, and gas. Interestingly, this was specifically the Gartner quadrant for data integration. So slightly more reductionistic approach, I think it's fair to say, many people have highlighted for me. Um, this isn't kind of holistically which is the best solution. This is solely for data integration, which is vital to note uh, before we get into this. But still, it offers a fairly promising insight, uh, I would argue. Chris Patel has said on Twitter some, some interesting commentary, uh, namely the fact that, you know, if, you, if you're a visionary without execution, um, then this is problematic. And I acknowledge his comments. I think there's been some interesting discussions back and forth. Uh, on Twitter. Let's check, check, check the skills because this is really interesting to get an insight because not everyone obviously can use the Palantir software solution. They mentioned the this, this strengths. There's highly skilled embedded engineers that can build and maintain complex data applications. Palantir's clients are mainly large organizations that use the company's four deployed engineers to build, deploy, and maintain end-to-end -end analytic applications. Reference customers praise the deep support provided when building ontologically aligned and taxonomically defines data services, which often required complex data transformation, data orchestration. I, I think this is um, a, an, an interesting comment uh, in terms of the strengths of Palantir for a few different reasons. I also see, to be honest, some, some disadvantages here, uh, mainly large organizations that use the company's four deployed engineers to build, deploy, maintain end-to-end -end analytics of applications. So the idea of the four deploys engineers I'm starting to question slightly in recent times, actually, uh, the support that these these engineers give. How autonomous is the integration of this? Will there be a time in which you don't need a forward deploy the engineer? Because that would lead to real scale. Perhaps this is also the issue when it comes to the freemium trial of Palantir, the inability to have a successful freemium trial, because perhaps there's a necessity for a forward deployed engineer to come to the organization to deploy and maintain the end-to-end analytics applications. At least that is some commentary that I'm thinking about in recent times. Interestingly, they mentioned also, just for clarity, that customers have praised the deep support when provided uh, on when building the ontology and the defined data services. This often requires complex data transformation and data orchestration modeling, etc., and so forth. So with emphasis here, the first strength is the embedded engineers that can build and maintain complex data applications. You may want to use this as a disadvantage too, just being totally transparent with you all, 
the fact that these end-to-end -end engineers are needed, perhaps it seems so commonly, or at least specifically within the first initial stages, is a fairly invasive uh, system, and this calls into question the viability of true scale uh, of the Palancy platform. In addition, the strengths of the platform is also highlighted too. They say the data fabric version, one of Foundry's biggest differentiators is the integration of the fully featured semantic layer. This is the ontology, the idea that you can, you, you can basically have a digital twin, a digital represent, representation of your organization via the ontology. Uh, the ontology brings things to life. Data is shown in people, places, uh, contextual understandings in comparison uh, to data figures to numbers, to labels, which no one really understands. Within the same stack of capabilities as the connectivity, the data transformation, the metadata management, and data security, integrated data could be mapped to a graph-orientated semantic layer, which can synthesize multi-modal attributes. Foundry ontology, once developed, supports the representation of the future integrated data as knowledge graphs. Additionally, Foundry semantic engine can extend the Foundry ontology with its ontology gateway, an API layer supporting access to all elements in the ontologies and associated pipelines. So a really, really differentiating factor of Palantir is the fact that they have the ontology, uh, this ability to have a digital representation of your organization uh, in a contextual understanding. They mention here that this is incredibly impressive and this is the biggest differentiator uh, with their products in comparison to the likes of IBM, so on and so forth. Extensive support for data security, privacy, and governance. Palantir's clientele includes some of the world's largest defense agencies, states, and central governments, and law enforcement agencies. The platform preserves and, and, and security states uh, across all data and model versions. It enables branching of all data and code in a secure sandbox, provides security aware search, indexing, and cataloging, and extends through security APIs that can be used to integrate with existing workflows and third party secure systems. The fact that data privacy and governance is built in is really impressive. And it's a very new thing within the data genre. Um, so they highlight that too, specifically reflecting upon the government organizations. I've been saying this for many years now, the fact that the government organizations uh, is very beneficial for Palantir because they have the ability to battle test their software within the government and then transfer those lessons, leverage those lessons over to the likes of uh, the commercial space. An incredibly impressive moat in which not many other organizations have, specifically when you consider the deep roots that Palantir uh, ha has really implemented themselves within uh, when you look at the government. So just to reiterate the strengths that they mentioned here, highly skilled embedded engineers, data fabric ontology, the extensive support for built-in data security, privacy, and governance. In terms of the cautions, let's take a look at what they said. The lack of knowledge, transfer, and skills availability, Palantir customers in, in Gartner's cloud client interactions emphasize their reliance on forward deployed engineers to maintain their data applications. That's a very, very problematic thing for me. Uh, the fact that there's an emphasis on forward deployed engineers to maintain their data applications. This is not something I'm really impressed about at all. It's what I mentioned at the very start. The fact that if these forward deployed engineers really are needed uh, constantly, consistent, consistently throughout the process, this is problematic when it comes to scale. How are you ever going to launch a freemium version, a freemium trial? if there's a necessity for forward deployed engineers constantly. How are you ever going to scale to small startups, to small organizations constantly, if you have this emphasis on forward deployed engineers to maintain the data applications? I was under the impression previously uh, that the forward deployed engineers were needed for initial startup, but Gartner seems to be emphasizing here 
the reliance on forward deployed engineers to maintain their data applications. That's pretty problematic. You don't want that occurring within a so-called uh, company which is going to uh, you know, open the floodgates to large startups. Although most of the customers are satisfied with the quality of the arrangement, they state challenges with knowledge transfer that will reduce their reliance on Palantir support and specify that sourcing Palantir skills from the market has been challenging. Palantir's incorporation of a knowledge transfer program and the first wave of joint forays into the market with consulting partners should alleviate some of the con these concerns. Very interesting mentioning there the complexity of Palantir, the fact that four deployed engineers are needed uh, because the software is unknown, it's pretty hard to use, it's invasive, uh, and, and therefore there's, there's, there's definitely a criticism to be mentioned there, as I stated. High cost, high value perception, Palantir targets large organizations who require support for complex data management and analytical use cases. Also, Palantir's pricing model, in which it charges organizations on configuration of an access to a scope use case, reflects the development of end-to-end -end data integration use cases. As a result, smaller to mid-sized organizations have the perception of Palantir as being too comprehensive and too expensive for their basic data integration requirements. Palantir must demonstrate a more modular approach to position itself better for mid-sized organizations. Very, very good takeaway here. That the modularization is needed. This is not just, you know, investors saying this now. Gantner have reiterated this. I totally agree with this point. Modularity is needed. The cutting up of the product into smaller, thinner, easily consumable pieces is needed in order to re ease the friction associated with integration. This is a necessary step that is required for Palantir to become one of the larger organizations um, within the software field. They state that it's too expensive. This is something Palantir has pushed back, pushed back on in recent times. Palantir have mentioned uh, very clearly that actually uh, the, the time to value, the cost saved, the, the, the money saved by productivity and, and improvements by efficiencies in that realm is incredibly, incredibly impressive. And thus, over the longer term, uh, it's far more beneficial to use Palantir in comparison to an old uh, you know, data ontology or an old data solution or, or, or software solution, which is obviously not going to uh, highlight the issues with the supply chain. It's obviously not going to solve issues when it comes to uh, time to value, efficiencies, productivity improvements. But main takeaway there, it's a very high cost for, for small organizations. The high value perception uh, is often too invasive for organizations. Modularization is needed. The third one, the final one, is the extensibility and the integration with other data management, IVF. Some Palantir customers reported that their vendor had a tendency to engage in scope expansion that targets the most difficult integration use cases by including mundane data integration tasks that could be managed with low-cost tools. Very interesting there. Some of the uh, tools that Palantir use apparently could be used by, you know, uh, organization by, by low-cost solutions, right? Um, so Palantir has a tendency to kind of use these uh, these these more invasive solutions in comparison to low-cost tools in which the customer believes they can solve by themselves. Even though Palantir has recently entered into partnerships with IBM, Microsoft, and Google, among others, it must expand on its integration with other incumbent data management vendors to showcase better interoperability with the organization's existing data management infrastructure. That's interesting. I didn't expect that, to be honest. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I'm impressed about with Palantir is their interoperability with, with other vendors and other solutions. Um, so the fact that they've highlighted this is very interesting. But just want to reiterate that first point again. 
Some customers reported that the vendor has a tendency to engage in scope expansion that targets the most difficult integration use cases. They include mundane data integration tasks that can be managed with low-cost tools. They include data, mundane integration tasks that could be managed with low-cost tools. Palantir needs to improve the interoperability with the organization's existing data management infrastructure. Palantir needs to improve the interoperability with the organization's existing data management infrastructure. Very interesting takeaway uh, by Gartner. As I mentioned many times, uh, they have labeled IBM uh, as the leader, I believe, leader in the field. Palantir is deemed as a visionary, closely joined by SnapLogic. Super interesting takeaway. Um, and I think it's amazing to acknowledge um, Palantir's lead in the field um, and the disadvantages and the advantages of their software solution, according to Varner. I hope you did enjoy. If you do, uh, please do let me know. Um, and yeah, let me know what you thought. I'll be very interested to hear your, your, your opinion.